Reading this Newsweek article on Spawn, the movie was all over the map. I couldn't have claimed to figure it out, and I wouldn't try. What's worse, I didn't care to figure it out. All that it really is about, to me at least, is special effects. I was turned off by Spawn, and ultimately I was bored by Spawn. Well, I dismissed the story basically because I wasn't interested in it, <laughs> and like all comic book stories, it's a loop anyway because there has to be a sequel, but I thought this was an extremely interesting movie. Really? It was directed by Mark DePay, the man who created the dinosaurs in Jurassic like Park, those better. and the Mercury Man in Terminator like 2, that better. and what he does here with his visions of hell, which you didn't even mention, right. are truly worthy of a medieval artist or Hieronymus Bosch. The, the visions of wow. what hell looks like in this movie are things we've never seen before on screen. And right. that dragon-like character, the kind of overgrown gecko, as they yeah. call him, who was the, the beast of hell, yeah. that's a wonderful uh, animated and special effects creation. It didn't and stand then, out for me. And then what didn't about Clown? Now, first of all, Clown's yeah. wisecracks are very funny. At one point he says, uh, um, you're uh, George Bailey and I'm Clarence. I thought that yeah. was funny. But the other, J John Leguizamo plays this character how about all the, as all, a fat about, little midget. And yeah. how did they do that? What an interesting how, creature this is. This character that, of Clown is more interesting than any villain that Batman has had in his first four no, tries. No, Danny DeVito was more interesting, frankly, playing essentially the same character, but I think playing him seriously. This Clown guy, did you enjoy all the flatulence jokes, all the gas bag jokes and all that stuff? Yeah, that was part of the whole thing. This that's guy funny is to supposed you? to be... At this point in your life, that's funny? funny, Gene. It's not oh. that it's funny. It's that it's part of his personality. He's an extremely obnoxious and hateful little creature. Because the movie is in a disreputable genre, I think you're not looking at the real achievement. Wait a minute. I just l said I like the first Batman movie, and particularly... Uh, it's not disreputable. It's how it's done. And you're compa comparing the visual style to Bosch? Well, good luck. <laughs> Hello, welcome to another bonus episode of Two Peas on the Two Peas on a Pod. This is going to be a commentary for the movie Spawn. Um, we're going to count down from three, and on uh, one, we're going to hit play. Our uh, player is on all zeros right now, so if you hit play on one, we should all be synced up. Uh, this is the Blu-ray copy of Spawn, the director's cut. So, uh, okay, here we go. Three, two, one, play. Got the great logo here from New Line. So, Dale, why don't you tell us about the first time that you watched this movie? Just the first time? I have to mention okay. the second or yeah, third time. Well, okay, well, you... Okay. <laughs> You said a minute ago that you saw this. How many? Two or three times? I know of at least two times. I was a huge Spawn fan at the time. Because, you know, the comics were coming out. God damn, oh, that was bad. Go ahead and get into it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, love the comic and the toys, you know. McFarlane was huge yeah, yeah. You know, for the toys at the time. Yeah, we were both really into the comics, I think. Yeah, and, you know, I really could wait to see this. And, uh, god damn, it's bad. But, yeah, I, I don't really remember the first time I saw it, but I do remember the second time. Um, sneaking into it, I guess. I, uh, I saw it the first time, my brother, in the theater, and then you said that, that we went. And then I went and saw something else. I saw Ronan instead, yeah. and I left you in there watching this by yourself. You, you were the smarter man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this uh, 
<sighs> I don't know. What's the critical uh, reception of this movie? Uh, I think uh, it caused a lot of miscarriages. Uh, uh, it wasn't good at all. I mean, obviously this movie doesn't deserve any accolades or anything. It it's not even true to the comic, really. No, it's not. Uh, it just takes the characters and, you know, makes them really bland. See, I don't... Uh, man, I don't remember liking this movie at all. That's probably why I left you in there by yourself to watch it. Yeah. Because I, uh, yeah. I did not like it at all. Uh, so, hopefully, you know, you can come into this again with an unprejudiced eye sure. joy for what it truly sure. is. Um, but, but this, uh, it really feels like a role made for uh, Michael Jai White. Because, I mean, sad to say, but he's actually a really talented actor and, you know, great uh, martial artist and everything else, so it's really perfect for him. But uh, it just, <laughs> oh, there, that's that looks beautiful. Yeah. That looks like Nintendo wow. 64. <laughs> okay, his fingers do not look like a black man's fingers. They look white. Pasty white. It's like somebody else is using his hands on some of these scenes. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, Michael J. White was in The Dark Knight. Yeah. That was cool to see him in that. It was actually in a decent comic book movie, finally. Uh, I know he's been expressing interest about coming back and playing Spawn again. I, he wasn't the problem in that. No, no, he wasn't the problem at all. I don't really remember him very much anyway. Um, trying to remember the name of this. The guy who plays Cogliostro here, him. Uh, shit, what is his name? He was in that Excalibur movie. Oh, the old I watched uh, a f- couple months ago. He was also in uh, Return to Oz. He was an old king. Really? Okay. So he's been in far better movies than this. I like how John Leguizamo gets built. Yeah, he's number one build. Uh, well, this is 97, isn't yeah. it? So that's the same year as the past. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm not sure what, what order this is going to come out, but we uh, unfortunately did a commentary for the past as well. D.B. Sweeney. Nicole Williamson is a guy. Awesome actor, really. Okay. Really good. Um, oh, he died in 2011. See, this shit looks really like a product of its time. The, I mean, I, that's the main thing I took away from this movie is how bad the special effects were. Yeah, they, um, yeah, they're pretty, pretty damn bad. Miko Hughes was in this movie too. Oh, uh, the kid from. Uh, it was in uh, the uh, New Nightmare. Remember the little kid from fucking? Uh, oh, he was in uh, Pet Cemetery. He was Gage, little kid. 
The one who gets hit by the... Yeah. Oh, okay. And, uh... He was also in, like, a bunch of episodes of Full House. He was a little smart-ass. He was in yeah, Kindergarten Cop. Boys have a penis, girls have a vagina. Yeah. The one Bob Saget tried to kill numerous times. Yeah. Oh. It also stars uh, Melinda Clark, also known as Mindy Clark, back when she was in uh, Return of the Living Dead 3. Remember that? Yeah. She was the, okay. the main the main zombie girl in that movie. Okay. We watched that movie, what, six months ago or so? Yeah, the one who kept sticking glass in her yeah. shit. Just like piercing her body with glass. This is like a ten minute long credit sequence. It looks like shit. That's just awful right there. It's it's awful. What what else did he direct? We'll get to him. Um, but this is probably when uh, McFarland kind of fell off a little bit. He got really, uh, you know, redundant, and his toy company really made a lot of odd decisions. And um, I just remember the toys being really cheaply made. Like they looked great, but they would fall apart if you looked at them. Jesus Christ! This, uh, there's the uh, violator. And Martin Sheen looks young as hell. Uh, yeah, man, the toys looked awesome because they looked so much different than anything we had been given before. You know, those toys start coming out. I can't remember what year those start coming out, man. 94, 95. Yeah. And uh, it was a totally new thing, you know. They, they look great. Yeah, they did. You just couldn't take, take them out of the package. <laughs> I remember uh, my brother had one, the Rock dude, from some group. One of Rob Liefeld's group or whatever. He dropped it and the head flew right off. You know, the stuff couldn't handle anything. Uh, when I used to collect my fallen toys, especially when he started getting movie licenses. Uh, yeah. Aliens and Predator. Oh man, those were awesome. Those were gorgeous looking figures. But I got the Alien Queen, huge figure. Yeah. And uh, it fell over. Not from very high, and it broke. Yeah. I bought a second one because I love the figure. Yeah. Within a week, it had broken too. So I stopped getting McFarlane stuff. I've still got some of it. I've got his pumpkin head and yeah. some of the Predators and all that. And, oh, he uh, did pumpkin head too? Yeah. That's cool. The pumpkin head one actually is held up. I'm going to have enough. to check that out. You're going to show that one to me. But uh, the Predator, I mean, I hooked up the shoebox I had him in. His foot fell off. I mean, it's just sitting in the shoebox. His foot's falling off. Uh, the alien from Alien Three, well, his leg is broken. Granted, these these toys did get a pretty rough treatment in the bathtub. Yeah, they did. They sure did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It took a long time for me to get out of that. But uh, I'm still, I still have relapses every now and again. When you put them in the bath, they get filled up with water, and they're never yeah. the same. It's just, it's just so damn fun, though. <laughs> um, but uh. The, uh, this director, man, he really hadn't done a whole lot as far as directing goes. He did uh, Spawn, his, his first movie. Surprise. Wow. And then he did a movie called Halloween Town High uh, about seven years later. And then he did Frankenfish. I think Frankenfish was like a sci-fi movie. It is. I remember seeing it for sale at Walmart. He did a bunch of these, uh, I don't know if you've seen these, like really shitty Garfield movies that have come out. The 
CGI Garfield movies that have come out in the past yeah. like five years. The one with Bill Murray doing the voice? Uh, no, I don't. I don't think it's the uh, director DVD. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that one. Yeah. This is a. Uh, he did three of those in uh, seven, eight, nine. Two thousand seven, eight, nine. He did the Reef Two. He did Gutsy Frog. And this year he did the Boxcar Children. Mm. No fucking idea what that is. Oh, it's a. This is all. Uh, it's all animation. <sighs> Does he turn into Malbolgia? No. I don't know what he turns into, man. He turns into... Mark Cheney turns into something, doesn't he? I, I don't remember. Quiet may eat him or something. I don't know. Scorpions. Right. i got a bonsai and a fish tank with the scorpions. Catch this shit. What the hell? That's Jessica Priest. Yeah, she's done a lot of stuff. I mean, her character, she was another one of those. Oh, that's her character? I also got the actress. She's she's done a ton of stuff. That's interesting they gave this to this uh, director, considering that Spall was actually a pretty good property at the time. This movie kind of shit all over any uh, film aspirations McFarlane may have had. Well, yeah. HBO did the cartoon, though, this was really uh, critically acclaimed. I remember seeing some of it. The animation was awesome, and I... Yeah, yeah, it did. It, it, that that followed the, the comic a lot closer. Mm-hmm. I never... Uh, I, I never watched a whole lot of that show, just because I wasn't really into that at that time anymore. Wish I had, but... Um, it, it looked like the comic, too. Yeah, it did. It, did. it did. It had that good, gritty feel to it that this totally lacks. Um, that was during the time when HBO was really doing a lot of uh, a lot of interesting stuff. They had a few animated shows that I, that I watched then. And the Max. Was that them? I think was that may have been MTV. MTV. Yeah, it may have been MTV. That had, that had a weird uh, animation style. Though. Oh, man. I was a big fan of the Max comic. That show was a little bit too weird for me, though. Well, what's so strange, man, is uh, they actually sold the Max comic at Jitney Jungle. You know, it's such an odd comic yeah. to see there. Yeah. yeah. I remember her parents were bitching about it. Oh, really? The Image Comics even having anything to do with that. They only wanted... It's because it wasn't part of the Comics Code Authority. It didn't have that stamp on there. That Marvel still was doing in DC... I think they've gone. They've done away with all that. That was during like the uh, McCarthy era or something that they developed that, wasn't it? Like, uh, yeah, it's all stupid bullshit. It's, it's probably just some. You have to pay a fee. It's like the Legion of Decency crap. That's stupid. Uh, That's, that's, I remember reading about that or hearing about that in that uh, Stan Lee documentary I was telling you about. It's like. Uh, well, you just have a few prudes who think they know what's best for everyone else. Well, it's similar to like the MPAA or yeah, something. Exactly, that's exactly what it is. Basically, like you're gonna respect our authority. 
Uh, what the hell? What is that? Uh, I guess it just, you just got ectoplasm all over you, boy. Yeah, exactly. I was just, you know, now he's having flashbacks to his wife. Okay. It's like Gatorade syrup or something. He's like smoking a clove cigarette over here. Oh, it's flammable. Okay. See you in hell. That's Melinda Clark, too. Huh. I didn't recognize her with the dark hair. Wow, that's awesome. He, so he's basically a vengeance demon. Mm-hmm. This is, this, oh man. These I know for years they've been talking about making a sequel to this or rebooting it. I keep hearing more like uh, an approach like Seven uh, with Sam and Twitch as the main ones, detectives. Yeah. And Spawn, they're just trying to figure out murders and shit that have been going on and Spawn is behind it and it doesn't look like this. You know, right there he looks like a piece of sausage from uh, McDonald's Sausage and Biscuit. <laughs> I gotta say though, uh, that does look cool, the violator there. The the look of the human violator. Well, it's a shame they couldn't translate that to, uh, you know, the demon version. The CGI bullshit. Although he looked better than male bullshit did. Yeah. A lot better. Oh, it's laughable how bad it is. I remember the transformation sequence. Because they kept showing it on TV. But uh, it's just interesting, even looking at shit like this, the nostalgia with this. Just a few years ago, I had no nostalgia for the late 90s stuff. Yeah, I, I just never did. Isn't it weird how, um, you know, in the early 2000s, nobody wanted anything to do with the 90s? No. Now we're, you know, retro 90s all over the place. Yeah, one of the girls at the uh, theater tonight had a choker that was popular in the mid-90s. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she looked like she was straight out of 15 years yeah. ago. He's having some trouble getting down that damn ladder, yeah, I'll tell you sure what. Is. But, uh, it's just interesting how, I mean, do you remember in the 90s how much the 80s music, like hair metal, you know, hair bands, yeah. like how it was just despised? I know. And then, you know, come, you know, five, ten years ago, it, it started to make a comeback and even mm-hmm. had, there's still, there he is, Miko Hughes. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's there's bands now that are doing that style of music. You know, the 80s, yeah. you know, the high-pitched screaming and shit. and Glam rock, I think is what they call it. But, I don't know, it's just funny how everything's, you know, cyclical. You know, like fashion, you know. Every 20 years or so, it seems to just rotate back around. Yeah. You know, the what's in style. Well, I mean, even now, man, I've noticed that like, you go to Target and you see stuff that's heavily influenced by the styles from the 60s and 70s. Yeah. Which yeah. to me is bad. I love that kind of stuff. Sure. But even in the 70s, something weird I noticed as a, uh, when I was working in the frame shop, people were bringing in uh, posters from uh, bands, band posters yeah. and all that. A lot of those are influenced by the 70s. The, stuff. The, but the, the 70s new- posters 
were influenced by the 1920s oh, really? styles, which are gorgeous, that Art Deco oh, okay. kind of thing. You even watch the Fives movies, the Dr. Fives movies. Yeah. They're set in the 20s, but of course it's 1971 and 72. Right. So, um, it was, that was nostalgic then. Um, well, that's interesting. It, it, it's just where everything kind of comes full circle, you know. Or never really goes away. Except for maybe disco. Yeah, disco's definitely uh, lightning in a bottle, I think. I actually talked to somebody, um, a guy around here who's actually a dance instructor in Jackson. Oh, really? And uh, I asked him about that. I was like, what, what, what happened to disco? I mean, what really happened to disco? It's like, well, they just overhyped it. It was everywhere for... I mean, he just threw it in everybody's face. We just got tired of it. Yeah. As he said, he remembered, you know, even at baseball stadiums and stuff like that, they would burn disco music albums and stuff like that. It was just a party. Just to destroy it. Yeah. But, I mean, five years later, those same guys were probably had the tightest bell bottoms on and, yeah. you know, get out there and shaking their ass to some, you know, Boogie Fever or whatever the hell song, you know. Boogie Fever. Of the uh, she had the BGs or whatever, yeah, singing white women, yeah, yeah. Todd, uh, Todd McFarlane has a cameo in here as a bomb. We probably already saw him. Oh shit! Is that violent? John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> All right, kids are gonna play good touch, bad touch. Well, this is just like when you go to a restaurant, and you pick your lobster, yeah. you want. Uh, Boiled hair. You just look at all these kids. Pick your lobster. <laughs> Dude, he is terrifying. I know that couldn't have been uh, comfortable for him. I don't think it was. He had, to, he had to squat the whole time. He's a yeah. He's a skinny dude too. Yeah. That's uh. Definitely an odd choice of uh, John Leguizamo. I remember when we found out the casting of this movie, I was like, I think both of us were like, why the hell is he playing Violator? Like, there's plenty of other, you know, you know, heavy set, <laughs> heavy set guys that, that could actually play that, you know? I think we kept saying Chris Farley should have played Violator. He, he was already dead at that point, though, wasn't he? I guess. They still could have done it. Living in a van down by the river. Yeah, I got the toys for this movie, too. Did you? Yeah. They actually look pretty good. Um, I had the violator. I had the clown. They just now noticed the bomb. Uh, Get this fucking burn victim out of our house. Uh, Fucking Edward Norton over here. God. Is that is that his daughter? Uh, I guess. That's his ex-wife, right? Yeah. Man, you're right. Crispy. <laughs> is it me or does he have like a few extra teeth in his mouth? The clown. Just a few. It is too many, right? <clears throat> it's like 2,000 teeth. 
That's <laughs> extremely creepy, though. Oh. Oh. Okay. What the hell was that? It, like, sprayed Banaka everywhere. <laughs> it's too bad they didn't sell that. No crispy. Mm. Bad crispy. Just put some KC masterpiece on him. <laughs> put him in a bath there. They still make that. I think so. Yeah. Well, I got glistens. <laughs> See how shiny he is. Well, if they'll show him again. They keep showing us the first oh, half man. of the credits before. Again. They probably couldn't say Ronald McDonald. There we go. You could tell he enjoyed the. Let's roll. I bet he did. Oh, gosh. Okay. A wet one. There we go. Here he comes. Mmm. <laughs> I've forgotten about that. He really ripped those, those puppies off, didn't he? Scrotum face. He's got fart on him. <laughs> it's just, uh... I don't know. I find it interesting that they stuck with a blue face like that. Yeah. Like I said earlier, it, it definitely looks really cool, the look of the clown there. I think it really works. Shit, I might still have that little figure somewhere. The fat clown? Yeah. Because he had a, uh, a a mask thing you could put on there where his face is transforming into Violator. Oh, that's cool. Uh, McFly. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, the, the guy that wrote the screenplay, his name's Alan McElroy. And he actually wrote the uh, for that, you know, the TV series, too, that you were talking about earlier. He wrote what? The TV series. Oh, did he? HBO. He wrote, uh, you remember Rolling Thunder? He wrote, uh... Here we go. Yeah, see, this is the... This is by far the worst part of the movie. And it's so much of it. Oh, my God. That's all... And we're watching the Blu-ray, too, so it's like... It looks that much worse. What the fuck is happening? I think the... He looks fine. It looks, you know, the the makeup on him looks looks good. It's everything else. It's all the other spawns. You're kind of spazzing out everywhere. (laughs) <laughs> this looks like Mortal Kombat, like the special effects. Dude, it's right around the same time period. 
Well, I mean, this is there's no excuse for this in '97. Right. You had Mars attacks the year before '96. Next year, you have uh, the American Godzilla. Uh, granted, that those special effects weren't great, but uh, a lot better than this. Yeah. Farland had all the um, awesome movie licenses, man. They made a lot of good stuff. Uh, one thing I hate I missed was that Jaws diorama of Jaws up on the Orca. Oh, yeah. With Quentin in his mouth. That's an awesome uh, thing, but I just don't know how it would have held up to anything. Now, he lost all those licenses, and it seems like NECA has him. He doesn't do any of it. All he does now is uh, baseball, Walking Dead, and Halo. Oh, he does Walking Dead. Okay. Well, it's not just baseball, uh, all sports. Yeah. Yeah, I remember this shit in the news and all that, the Satanist stuff in the 90s. There's Guy Fieri in the back there. <laughs> He's gonna show you what's going on Triple D. Donners, drive-ins, and death. <laughs> and dicks. Dicks, dicks, and dicks. That looks just like him, dude. It's the guy from Damn. Smash Mouth. Oh, yeah, whatever happened to them? He's hosting... Diners, drive-ins, and dives now. Oh, I was a sailor. Or was he a marine? Oh, I don't know. Okay. What the fuck? That looks terrible. This movie could definitely work now. Like, if they wanted to redo it, I think it's... Obviously, they're not going to do a sequel. Well, with the comic book thing being big now, you know, right then, it was just starting. Yeah. Um, but, uh... It'd be interesting to see another, uh... Or maybe New Line tries it again, if they still have the film rights. So yeah. May not, man. It's been so long, they may not even have them. But, uh... I wouldn't be surprised if we see someone try something soon. This, uh... What's your guess on the budget for this movie? Oh, shit, man. I don't even... It's getting harder for me to guess with these awesome special effects here. I'm going to guess 30? 40. 
Is it 40? Okay. 40 and uh, what about a, a worldwide gross? Uh, worldwide, I have no idea, man. Uh, this is 87, almost uh, 88 million. Domestic or worldwide? It's worldwide. Oh, wow. Domestic was uh, 54. But it was 29 million just off of rentals. So. Not too bad of a run. I'm kind of surprised it didn't. They didn't try to do more. Because it, it made some money, you know. So I'm guessing the critical drubbing it got is what hurt yeah. the chances of a sequel then. Yeah, I would, I would, I would guess as well. It's everywhere. It's like his farts were green, so. It's got a 5.2 on IMDb, which is pretty good. What the hell? pizza. <laughs> Damn, he's actually showing all that in his mouth. Was there there were millworms on there? Yeah. Wow. Could kick some puppies. That suit he's in reminds me of uh, the penguin suit from Batman yeah. Returns. This has got a 19% on the tomato meter. Hmm. <laughs> One of the few positive reviews was from Roger Ebert, who awarded the film three and a half out of four stars. And uh, he ended his review with as a visual experience, Spawn is unforgettable. Roger Ebert. Which we also saw on Anaconda. He gave that a positive review too. He gives it uh, two thumbs up his ass. I guess he wasn't doing the thumbs anymore at this point. Man, I just... I wonder what the hell his criteria was for a good film. Well, he was such a an asshole when it came to, like, he's going to, you know, hold stuff like this up on a pedestal, but then shit on anything that is horror-related in the 80s, you know? You know, we, 
I mean, I, I've seen him shit on, you know, back when, you know, Cisco and Ebert were around, they both gave, uh, you know, numerous slasher movies, horrible, you know, even went as far as, like, uh, publishing their, you know, personal phone numbers and addresses to some of these directors. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. I can't think of the, the one in particular. It was, uh, it may have been, like, Friday the 13th or something. That's pretty shitty. Yeah, it was very shitty. And it's very illegal, too. You get your ass sued if you try to do that now. There we go. Remember Mini Disc? Yeah, I saw that. They were popular for about three minutes. It was TDK, too. I think Sony was behind Mini Disc. I like his uh, his beard he has going. Yeah, he's uh, obviously put a lot of coloring in his face. There's a team of people that were in charge of keeping that beard trimmed. is all CG. God, it looks bad. Well, I like it almost like it looked like farted it out. <laughs> it wasn't green, so it wasn't a fart. I, I guess so. <laughs> I guess that's why they made the farts all green, so we knew the cape, when it shows up red, it's not a fart. It's, red, yeah. it's a cape. You got some serious weapons here. I want to say that to you sometime. Time to get reacquainted, Jason. Yeah. I'm get reacquainted. Is is that Jason? Uh, Martin Sheen. Is yeah, Jason? Martin Sheen is, I believe. I like how she's just hanging around. Yeah, she serves no purpose. Well, I guess her tits do. She laughs at his jokes. You know, one movie from this time I have never seen in its entirety is Barbed Wire. That or uh, Tank Girl. You're not missing anything with either one of those. Tank Girl's better than Barbed Wire. I know Tank Girl's got quite a cool following now. I'm sure it does. Um, with the uh, steampunky people? Yeah. Um, I've seen uh, Ice Cubes in there and Tank Girl shit is this the same year here as Ghost of Mars 97 I don't remember but something oddly familiar about it isn't it I'm just wondering how much crap came out this year oh um, something when you first started I was looking here on uh I'm just going to throw this out there. For Voodoo on the apps, yeah, on the iPhone, it's related. It gives you two ideas of related things to look for. I looked up Voodoo. Um, torture. I don't know why the fuck torture is on this. Torture and streaming TV. Looking up Voodoo is at the top there. 
I just had to mention that because that's what's well, torture. I don't know. I'm, I'm that, afraid to click on it. But I guess I. Um, I mean, I is that like? I'm sure torture would not be a legal thing to look at. Torture. But yeah. Well, Anaconda came out in '97. Oh God, this was a good summer. Ghost of Mars was a little bit later, 2001. Really? It came out that late? Yeah. I got a screener copy of that, and I still couldn't watch it. We're going to see Jessica Priest here. Her earrings. You'll notice them here. There we go. That's her. Oh, very nice. We're going to see Spawn do something awesome in a minute. It's gonna break. Yeah, this is some of the worst CGI in the whole movie coming up. Because he's he's like thirty feet tall. His cape is five hundred feet wide, and then he shrinks down to normal size. I think he was the voice of Aladar, the um, Iguanodon in Disney's Dinosaur. Really? I think so. <laughs> the uh, One of the production companies behind this is uh, Pull Your Pants Down Pictures. There it is. My pants are... Farted out of his eyes. Well, I had my pants down when the movie started, so yeah, I'm getting a good saw and reaming right now. <laughs> I'll be farting green for the next week. You paying to watch this movie was uh, meant your pants were down. Obvious stunt double. Fucking Edward Norton marrying his wife. It's a proper way to hold a gun, too, from the hip. Wow, she's just firing yeah. down at everybody. Right. <laughs> I've forgotten about What's that. What's happening? It's fart holes. So everything's green. Oh, yeah. He's got like a body, uh, like a full latex suit on. 
Oh, oh Michael John White? Yeah. And just zoom in on her ass on the water. I think I'm getting some of these names confused. I'm not sure who that is. That's Mindy Clark. I mean... Oh, like, the, the character name? Yeah. She's, she's the Jessica uh, priest. So she is. Yeah. Well, who the hell... Oh, the other one was Angela. That angel thing. What the hell was that? His cock came out and bit her ankle. His scalp cock. Skillacock. It's <laughs> <Is that> nice. Bottle <laughs> of champagne came up hit her in the face. In the hand. I didn't. Oh, whatever. Okay, that didn't look nearly as bad as... Yeah. But, I, yeah, I remember seeing this, how big his head looks. Yeah. His head looks huge. Right there. Well, it looks like a dwarf wearing a spawn suit. Almost. You know why it's so big, probably because those eyes... Those eyes are actually glowing, I think. Yeah. That Yeah, that's probably it. What? What was that? His hands are huge. What's happening? Holy shit. I don't know. I don't know why his hands did that. They turn into like gecko hands or something. No. Now he's putting Spider-Man uh, shape. See, now they're like that. They weren't like that just a second ago. Yeah, I saw it. This is the first film to feature an African American as the lead comic book superhero. Yeah, I remember that was a, one of the big deals about Spawn. Well, Blade must have come out right after this. Shit, Blade maybe 98, the first one. 97, 98. Tim Burton was the original choice to direct. Which one? This one? So, oh, shit, Tim Burton turned us down. Let's pick some dude that's never done anything. You know, whatever Burton would have done with it would have been better. Danny DeVito would have played... Yeah. The Violator. Michael Keaton in Blackface would have been small. Well, no, seriously, you look at Batman, like you have the... Uh, superhero with a full suit and the Batman the first suit had an oversized head yeah. that looks like ass like that complete like refried ass that just doesn't translate well to it's a cool visual this. but no it doesn't look good You 
know, it's funny. I keep saying this guy looks like Edward Norton, the uh, Terry character. <laughs> he was, that was actually the first choice to play that role was, was Edward Norton. They're like, we can't get Edward Norton. Let's get somebody that looks just like him. That's what they were looking at, just Edward Norton looking like. And he looks like someone wiped their ass with the front of his shirt. Syphilitic ball sack. It's, uh, it's the best one in the movie so far. Sure. Um, Wesley Snipes, Cuba Gooding Jr., and Snoop Dogg were all considered for the role of Spawn. Snoop Dogg. No fucking way that was so serious. No. For shizzle, my nizzle. Shit, Ice Cube would have been better than Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Well, Ice Cube can... I mean, not necessarily act, but he could, he could pretend to act. I wonder what his paycheck was, Martin Sheen. Oh, Martin Sheen. (sighs) I hope that was improvised. Almost face. Yeah. A homeless man walks in there. Everybody's okay. Sure. Honestly, if they redid it, I wouldn't have a problem with them putting him back in there. Who? Uh, Michael J. White. Oh, I wouldn't either. They'd well, probably be too... Kevin Hart, though. <laughs> you may be too old. Exactly. That may... That may be what... Uh, even though, you look at Dark Knight, he didn't look like he had aged any. Yeah, that's you know, true. He, he keeps been. in shape. Oh, he's in, he's in great shape. He's like a hell of a martial artist, too. Mm-hmm. kicking dogs. Born in 67, so, you know, he's getting up there to play action roles. Wow. Oh, wow. He's about to do a... There we go. 
I remember this. This is very disturbing. <laughs> oh, God. What? Jesus, man. That's this, terrible. This looks like, uh, remember Beast Wars? The Transformers? Yeah, it does. It's, it's, Beast Wars was better. Yeah, it... Seriously, it was better than this. But it looks like that style. Come on, man. I just don't understand how they could have thought that would have been cool to allow you know, out to theaters. I, you know, they should have just put a hand puppet or something. But, uh, I think if they remake this, the clown can be played by Honey Boo Boo. Oh, yeah. Honey Boo Boo's mom, for sure. Oh, God, she may be too big. Honey Boo Boo child. <laughs> Have I seen her in anything else? She looks familiar, but I don't think so. Why are they allowing their child to have that horrible clown toy? Yeah, that's a good question. Spaz, that's a dog? Yeah. Huh? He's about to throw him over there. She was uh, in some Spike Lee movies. Hmm. She was in Girl Six and Jungle Fever, King of New York. She's in a good bit of stuff. Definitely tell this is a first time director. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna eat this. What the hell is that in there? It's a sandwich. Made with what, though? What's the red thing? Great, huh? <laughs> oh, slapping. There you go. Well, the wire there. Look at it still dangling around. There, there was no wire. That was that was a uh, classic. That was great stuff. <laughs> Just oozing fart out of his eyeballs.
shit, what are they doing to him? Is he about to get an artificial heart or something? It's a, uh, it's a timer thing for a bomb. I was saying if, um, <laughs> God, um, if his heart stops beating, it sets off a bomb uh. to keep him alive. But I do like that they uh, use uh, Microsoft Windows 97 a lot <laughs> for this, for the fades. And yeah, the wipes are fucking yeah. ridiculous. They certainly didn't need a kid in this. This is probably one of Mika's last projects. He kind of quit acting for a little while. Just grew, grew too, uh, too old. I don't know. You know, those child actors. Yeah. Spared no expense on that shit, did they? Mm, no, they certainly didn't eat live earthworms. They say he really did eat those millworms. That, well, I mean, he showed them all in his mouth. He's dipping them in mayonnaise. Mm. I mean, I've had mealworms, but they were cooked. Have you really? You can eat them. Uh, if you go to New Orleans to the Insectarium, they have a little cafeteria there. You could try mealworms and crickets. They were good. Why? Just to show you can actually eat them. Oh, yeah. They were good, though. You I mean, you get it for flavors. You can eat damn near anything. They're like uh, fried, I think. That's how you had them? They were fried? Yeah. They're dipped in, uh, you can get Cajun, you know, or cinnamon or whatever oh, you want. Wow. My uh, my uncle always used to tell me about uh, chocolate covered grasshoppers. Yeah. I think we're about to see uh, the uh, the money shot here. Oh, the money shot. Is that when he spreads his ass cheeks? Soup in your mama's crotch. Definitely had a good time writing the script, didn't it? I wonder how long it took. 
three days. going to turn into Violator? Yeah. Or maybe not. vibrator. God. Whoa, Dude. that was real. Still looks a lot better than my Bolsa did. Yeah, he does. Oh yeah, that violator looks awesome. I've still got the violator too. Figure. Yeah, I think I have mine. It's worth like a dollar fifty now. It was worth like sixty bucks at one time. You get it. Right, they made a full size violator. That's a big one. You had it, I think. Oh, yeah, I had to figure. I'm just saying they made a full size animatronic. Oh, oh, you mean for the movie? Yeah, that, that was Todd there. That's why it looks so much better. Is that, is that CGI? Yeah, yeah, that was CGI. Does that look so much better? It's almost like it's a different team or something. That did that other shit. Like that's that's acceptable to me. For this yeah, for ninety seven, definitely. Yeah, I mean it, it. It even looks, you know, passable now. Yeah, it, it looks uh, almost like the CGI I saw in uh, RIPD. Yeah. So that's a suit. No. That's a suit. Her animatronic. Slapping him. There's his jaw finally. Yeah, because you could distend the figure's jaw. Yeah. I remember that. It got bigger? Yeah, you can have it up in there like it is for the rest of the movie. Then you pull it out like it was just then. I remember that. Huh. I don't even know if I got the spawn figure from this movie. I just know I had uh, the, both the demons. 
But that was interesting. He's naming those names. I'm not sure about Vibrator. I don't think Vibrator was one of them, but the others, I believe, were his uh, his brothers, or there were other demons. Other demons, yeah. I remember Vandalizer. Yeah, I remember Vandalizer too. I had a figure for that. Yeah, he was cool looking. See how his head's smaller? Yeah. And I think that's CG green. Huh, it still looks better than I remember. That was cool. Oh, shit. I would like to see them do another one, though, really. Because I think Violator would be awesome to see if they did it right. It would be good timing, too, with the, you know, comic book movie deal. Well, definitely, you know, you don't have to spend a butt ton on it, you know. Uh -uh. Uh, These smaller companies that don't have these big licenses. I've seen lower-budget films with good CGI in them, too. Yeah, definitely. You don't have to pay it, you know. It's not to be smart about it, you know. A small, you know, city in India to do the CGI. Like that Guardians of the Galaxy, man, that's like, it was like 500 people and they were all Indian. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I noticed that. Probably all working full time to do the CGI in that movie. Yeah, this property, you know, the way I see it, you can have several films that are uh, big budget. You yeah. know, and then have smaller films for, uh, you know, the fall releases. Oh, yeah. And, you know, spring, winter. You yeah. know, uh, yeah, this property, Spawn, is perfect for that because it doesn't have to be huge and epic. Yeah. You can have it in the shadows. It would work better like that. It would. It would work better if it wasn't a big summer blockbuster release. Uh, it, it, that's not the... That's that's how the comic book worked, too. You know, it wasn't one of the Spider-Man or right, right. Batman or anything like that. It was... You know, it, it was in the shadows. And it worked so great like that. That's... Punisher to me is the same way. Yeah. Punisher to me is perfect small-budget film material. Punisher works on a small budget because you don't need a lot of special effects. No. I mean, aside from some squibs, you know. You just have to hope you get a good director. A good writer. Which the other Punisher is really... first one's okay, but that second one... Warzone? Yeah. I didn't care for the Thomas Jane version. I didn't care for either one of them, really. I, I was hyped for that first one, and that 
you know, that made me like it for a while, but was that based on the Frank Miller? I think it was, wasn't it? No, it, uh, the first one was based on uh, Garth Ennis. Oh, that's right. Um, the second one was based on some sort of fever dream someone had, I guess. <laughs> and the thing about that second one, man, Ray Stevenson yeah. is the perfect Frank Castle. Yeah. Um, so if they do it again, I want him in there. Because he is... They need him in there. Didn't um, they... Wasn't there someone that, like, pulled all the skin off his face in that movie or something? Or one of the one of the bad guys? Oh, that was... Uh, Warzone? He had Jigsaw in there, yeah. That's what it was. That was... Um, yeah, uh, Frank Castle pushed him in this thing that was crushing glass. For whatever reason... It was like this giant grass, grass, um, gra- uh, glass crushing machine, just oh. for no reason, just to crush, crush that shit. Makes sense. And he fell in it. Makes sense. He screamed for thirty minutes until they pulled him out. That was ridiculous, but uh, um. Yeah, Ghost Rider. Yeah. I know. Like I was saying earlier, Marvel apparently got the rights back from from um, I'm not sure what company had it for, but they have Punisher, Blade, and Ghost Rider back. Yeah. And if they can take the talent they've been using for their big, huge yeah. budget movies for that, I think they would do well. Well, it just makes you wonder what what's next because there's so many properties. Yeah. That that Marvel could choose from to make a good movie. So much source material. Yeah, they won't have any trouble with uh, you know, with that. They just uh, they just have to be able to utilize it right. Yeah. And Marvel's doing well. They really are. Well, obviously. Um, I remember those chains going everywhere in the comics. Yeah. All over the place. The cape, too. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to throw this bottle up. Hmm, this is some... Some nice nipples. How does this old dude know so much about it? Because I think he has one. Oh, really? Yeah, I think he was one of the Hellspawns that refused to uh, do this shit. He's like 600 years old. Uh-oh. So an S&M club next door. 
See, it looks like old TV show. Yeah, it looks very cheap. There. Oh man, this is gonna get good here. This looks like uh, Mantis or something. Remember Mantis? Mm-hmm. I sure do. I remember seeing the commercials for and advertising in. Yeah. How long did that show last? Like at one season. I, I knew it didn't last long. It reminded me a lot of the, uh, like, the Giver. Mm-hmm. Now, he was quadriplegic, right? He was in a wheelchair or something. So. Yeah. Or maybe paraplegic. Or paraplegic, yeah. And in my mind, I'm picturing the same guy that was in Terminator 2 that we saw in something else the other day. The past. Oh, Jesus. So he's the guy who was in Mantis? No, no, no. no. That's just who I'm picturing. Right yeah. Ahead. You could definitely tell Leguizamo had a fun time doing this. Well, he was on a career high at the time, man. I don't know, you know, I mean... There's a cape. He's definitely got the energy for this role, you know? God. What the hell is that? I mean... More of this crap. And he had a truck full of it. Necro goo. Your cape's not going to save you now, bitch. just laying in a pool of this crap now. That looks god awful. I just, I can't believe they kept showing this on TV. Yeah, it's like you need to minimize the amount you're going to use this. Huh. Jesus. <laughs> oh, really? That's awesome. Sure. If I remember correctly, he does fight Violator again. This movie seems like it has a bunch of, like, nonsense in it, too. They could have easily, you know, trimmed down to an hour. Well, you can tell they're adding uh, just scenes and stuff, just... Like this guy. Just to have it there. Everything with this guy. Everything without everything with the wife. I mean, doesn't really even need to be in the movie. You know, I mean, we we know she is. We don't need to see her sleeping. Oh, we do. I need to watch this for the next thirty minutes. He's gonna come in and everyone's gonna go in there and give her Dutch ovens, green Dutch ovens. <laughs> Fifty years old. Yeah. Oh, he's aging well. 
scenes make it work. Well, he's in a movie called Big Balls. And Dora the Explorer. Oh, really? Yeah, just voice work. Huh. I'm just trying to see what he was doing around this time. Oh, around 97? Uh, he was setting the world on fire. Spawn, A Brother's Kiss, The Pest... TV series, all that. He did Romeo and Juliet the year before. Yeah. Oh, I, okay. Executive decision. I I forgot he was in that. Oh, okay. Did that in '96. '95 to Wong Fu. Yep. '93 was a big year for him too, with Carlito's Way and Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. His breakout. Oh, shit. Oh. We should do a drinking game where drink every time you see, like, a green fart gas. I think he's going to do that again. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh, God. Okay. Got a large marge from Pee-wee's uh, Big Adventure, actually. Yeah. Everyone's done a lot better than that. Yeah. That that scene in that movie scared the shit out of me when I was a kid, too. Oh, the truck? The large monster. Oh, man, yeah. Like, scared the shit out of me. Cartoon cut away in the Grinch, you know, showing his heart. Yeah. That was a direct Grinch reference. Yeah, exactly. His heart grew three times. Drink. Everybody take a drink. It's awesome this is a director's cut, too. Oh, shit. So this is probably... We're probably seeing some awesome scenes of D.B. Sweeney that we didn't see in the theater. That's why it feels... Feels unnecessary. Director's cut just means everything put back in the fucking movie. Yeah. <sighs> and honestly, man, I would have cut out every bit with my ball shot. Every bit. Absolutely. It would work so much better. Or maybe just play the voice or something. Yeah, just something like a voiceover thing almost. Or something that's just talking to him. That's the worst. I mean, that really, really hurts this movie. Yeah. They could have done, like, the, the huge fart cloud thing they did for Galactus and yeah. uh, Fantastic Four. That was really awesome. Uh, 
Should be okay. And get another, you know, just spoon with her on about there. Fart in her wound. <laughs> Fart in her open wound. Yeah, Spawn, you stupid asshole. Does he not notice the green shit coming out of her? So when the when his heart stops, uh, what does that release the virus? Yes, he's got to set out like in various cities all over the world. That's realistic. I'm loath that they've got him as the gimp. Yeah. You ready to play that music? Huh? The red. Oh, music that yeah. From, from Pulp Fiction. Firehider's gonna run in with a samurai sword in a minute. What was that on his arm? Come on, it just gets worse. Huh. Glycerin tears. Is that the violator? Yeah. I think DB Sweeney's getting uh, excited in that uh, chair. Yeah. That was awesome. Where he fell down so quickly? Mm-hmm. I sped it up. Apocalypse Now. I like how he says yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You know, instead of speeding it up, they should have slowed it down on a slow move of him falling. Yeah. Absolutely. Why doesn't he just pull that out of his neck? A knife? That's a good question. 
Here we go. Mmm, there we go. CG slobber. Tastes like chicken. Is that racism? Yeah. for the final battle scene here. Good thing he showed up when he did. Got my chainmail suit. CGI fire, man. It's just awful. They needed this. They needed more of this. So this guy's about to die. I bet this is where they got the uh, the Balrog and Gandalf scene. You they think took so? it from this. Yeah, yeah. That's it. That's Peter Jackson. Mm -hmm. He just stole from Spawn. From better movies. <laughs> yeah, now I think about it, that back horn there can also move for some reason too. Oh, really? Lost in some screensaver somewhere. So we all, we all knew that he was gonna die. What the fuck? Come on, come on, man, that's awful. I know they weren't going for realism there, but if they were going for some sort of weird, trippy kind of hook to it, they could have tried a whole harder. That was real. Uh, yeah, it does. There we go. Okay. And all that farts coming out of him. <laughs> okay. It just that was pretty pretty lame. Oh god! Let him spaz it out. That's the funniest <laughs> part, man. Oh, then he God. shows up. Really, this is like a bad joke. This this guy, like, really. Don't zoom in on it, man. Remember how, like, in the comics, how Malvolgia was supposed to be such a menacing... Yeah. And, you know, you were, you were you know, so looking forward to how he was going to look. Yeah, oh, definitely. I was wondering how they were going to do that. He's badass. Oh, man. It's going to be so cool what he looks like. And you see this shit? Like, we laughed at this when we were kids. Or, not really kids, like 17, 16, probably. Yeah, 16. Yeah. That's laughable. Extremely laughable. 
And I mean, as bad as my taste were, fart. And as you know, much stupid, crappy things that I liked, I knew this was a bad movie. I mean, I went and watched Ronin for God's sakes, and liked it. Yeah, Ronin's a good film. Man, I just it's okay. I just uh, I don't know if this was rushed or what, man. I think it probably was. That that CGI is so bad it's got to be. It was forty million, man. They should have been able to afford. How did he live? Huh? Wonder how he lived. Oh, Spawn! Did you not see him? He grabbed him and farted his way out of the Oh, he farted, he farted him yeah. out too? He grabbed him, yeah. Okay, I saw him fart out. 40 million, I'd venture a guess that a good 10 or 20 of that went directly in uh, McFarlane's pocket. Whose pocket? McFarlane. That's no telling him. They paid the director like $60. Um. Really do wonder how much uh, input McFarlane actually had in the film itself. I mean, I would guess a good bit, but I don't really know. I mean, that's his baby. Spawn's his baby. Yeah. I don't think he was uh, terribly pleased with how it turned out. I would hope not. I remember they made a little set, a little toy set of that. Of that scene? Yeah. Violet looks cool, though. That's one good thing they got right. That's got to be why they spend all their money on the CGI. But, like, why is this so much better than the other one? You know, than the all the stuff in Hill? Man, it's almost like they filmed all this and then remembered almost at the last minute... Oh, that's cool. ...that, uh, that they had to do that with Mel Bullshit. Yeah. And they had $10. Or maybe, and like... a Tandy computer, and that's all they maybe had. Maybe it just didn't test well, or... You know, the producers weren't happy with it or something, and they had to go back and do do some other stuff. God. Uh, maybe so, man. I just... As bad as that looks, it doesn't look as rushed as the, the scenes in hell itself. Right. Well, maybe not that. That looks really awful. It looks bad, but it's nowhere near as bad as that other stuff. (laughs) No, it doesn't. Uh, The other... Seriously, it's almost like they just had a, a, a 2D... They just rendered a 2D image and moved it around. There's no depth to it at all. Let's go ahead and wrap it up, B.
That's Sam and Twitch, yeah, that's them. This is their only appearance in the movie? I really like the idea of them being the focus of a swamp movie. At least yeah. to start off. Yeah, it could work. Is this like Skid Row? Yeah. It's going to be just like uh, Batman when they pan up the building. Instead of a, the bat signal, it's just a big green fart. Yeah, it's a huge fart. See him using the cursor and moving around yeah. and shit. It just took like the image of a fruit roll up and just like. I get the feeling that instead of having it look fluid like it's moving in wind and more like a living organism, they had to go against, you know, like rewild it almost. That's why it looks so fucked up. Yeah. That's true. Well, folks. There you have it. That was Spawn. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. You have anything you want to add to this uh, um, uh, childhood crushing movie? Man. No, I don't know if I can sit through all these credits, man. No, I don't want to. I'm just saying... Uh, wow. Frank Walker was the voice of Mel Walshaw. Right, right. Wow. Where do I know him? He was the voice of Optimus Prime. Uh, Okay. Was that Frank? That was. Look and see. He's done a lot of cartoon stuff. But yeah, I gotta say, it it was a little better than what I was expecting, to tell you the truth. I mean, all I really remembered was how bad all that stuff in Hill was. Oh, man. But, uh. It's a cool credit sequence, too. I like what what they have going on. Mitch Von Splooge. Look. Baron. This guy's name was Splooge. Splooge? Yeah. See, these credits are so dated, though. That was... It's very, uh, uh, like, seven or something. Yeah, exactly. Late 90s. It's cool, though. I like it. See. They're going sideways now. Mm-hmm. That's cool, at least. Oh, wait. Um, sorry, no. Frank Walker... That's not Optimus Prime. I'm someone else. He was the voice of Galvatron at this last Transformers. Um, he was uh, one of the voices in uh, the real Ghostbusters. Okay. He's done a lot. I mean, voice work. He's got 725 credits. So he's done a lot of porno. Yeah, that's that's it. That's That's usually what that means when they have that many credits. Dude hangs dong. He was in uh, Frank Goes Balls Deep 12. Inside Frank. 
banned from the ranch. Visual effects. Oh, that's, that's that may be the actual, uh, you know, practical effects. All right, guys, we uh, appreciate you listening. If you're, if anybody's still listening this long, and uh, yeah, check us out on Twitter at Two Peas on a Pod. Party till you